Now, let me tell you an interesting story about a Marks and Spencer's hamper. I won it many moons ago when I was working in my previous life as a sales representative for a pharmaceutical company. And I did it by really pushing the boat out and knocking all the other sales representatives out of the park in a mini incentive. And uh, I still remember it to this day. And uh, it's a topic I wanted to share with you um, in this week's post and podcast. And that is the subject of mini incentives and the surprising information that they can give to you uh, alongside, of course, um, delivering what you want them to achieve for you. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from Superfast Recruitment. And um, today's subject is mini incentives and getting things going for your um, recruitment organization. But before we get into that, I've got a little note here to remind myself to remind you guys that we have a Facebook page. And the Facebook page you can find at fb.me forward slash superfast recruitment. Um, I know it's a weird URL, isn't it? But if you get on to, um, uh, actually, if you go onto our website, you can you can find the link there as well. And um, if you're in your Facebook account, just have a look there. Go and like the page, because when you like the page, you get to see more posts. And we're starting to upload um, videos there. We've been testing it for a week or two with our clients in our, the different sort of groups we have on Facebook with our clients, and they seem to go down quite well. So we thought, why don't we do some special little mini videos um, on Facebook for people? So there'll be a bit of fun and there'll be lots of content. And uh, we're even probably going to do a few live ones as well to answer questions, because unfortunately, LinkedIn's a little bit behind the pack and you can't do that there. Anyway, that's enough of a shameless plug for me. So let's get into mini incentives and as I am recording this it's October it's actually a fabulous week in the lakes and uh, it's half term so we're very pleased for everybody coming up here and spending lots of money um, with all the, uh, the the shop owners and hotel guests and everything else but it signifies that we are hurtling towards the end of the year and you know it won't be long until Big Ben is ringing out 2016 and we're welcoming 2017 in um, with all that that might entail. Now, even though um, Christmas will soon be upon us, there's still plenty of time to really get focused before the end of the year. We've got lots of things in store as well, so I'm sure that you guys have um, various uh, things that you want to achieve before the end of the year. And and this, this actual podcast... I was thinking about it because of some conversations that we've been having with our inner circle guys around uh, mini incentives. And if you want to alter behavior or you would like um, certain things to happen in your business, one of the best things to do is have some form of mini incentive that can work for you. Um, But the first thing you need to do is ask yourself a question. And that question is, what do you want? 
So questions are very powerful and there's never more, never more so than this particular question. It's something we always start with our clients because we don't want to make any assumptions. Is, but they first start working with us, we say, okay, so what do you want? It's not about what we want, it's about what, what they want. So, you know, it's the same question for you. So for instance, it may be um, that you want a cash injection before the end of the year, which is always nice. Or maybe you want to really set things up ready for January when you come back. Um, it may be that you want some um, more client meetings or you want a, a, a bigger tranche of candidates. So there could be all sorts of things that you want. And obviously um, that there are inputs and there are outputs and running a mini incentive around what you actually want to achieve can make a huge difference. Now, you know, though, though, though you may think that, well, our our... Um, our billing team are already well rewarded. There's nothing better to fire people up than an ad hoc incentive to the end of the year. And the good news is you can make it fun and it doesn't need to be outrageously expensive either. So before we get into that, just tell you a personal story. Um, for those of you that have listened to this podcast on more than one occasion, and I'm sure there are a few of you, um, a few moons ago, well, many moons ago, uh, I used to work in pharmaceutical sales, as many of you will probably know. And at various points in the year, we used to have a mini incentive because in pharmaceutical sales, um, we didn't have a huge commission structure because of obviously the nature of what we're selling. We're selling drugs to help or we were selling drugs and pharmaceuticals to help um, patients. Um, so it would have been a bit crass, wouldn't it, to have these huge incentives? However, we used to have our manager, Stuart, and I've mentioned Stuart in another blog post. Unfortunately, he died a few years ago, but uh, fantastic guy. And I learned so much from him. But he was pretty switched on and he used to run mini incentives with his team because he knew we were all a competitive bunch and he was very good in how he did this because he would focus them around the output that he he particularly wanted and the incentive we're going to talk about the mini incentive we're going to talk about today was one that he used to run from around about the middle of October to sort of like the middle of December so he could obviously make sure that everyone got to got the prize uh, those who won it at the end uh, end of the year and it was always focused on what he wanted to drive now um, in that particular industry it was normally call volume because he knew that um, and again it's not rocket science is it that the more doctors we we saw the more we actually sold so he knew that if he could get our call volumes driven up then we would actually um sell more and um, just the way that the invoicing system worked that it used to sort of spit out a little bit later on but it all affected his 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 bonus his incentive for for his targets and and various other things so um he would always drive our call volume and our call volume was different it wasn't sort of telephones it was actually physically going and knocking on doors and seeing doctors and you know i can tell many a story of going to see doctors around bolton and manchester and audenshaw and altrincham and and whatever anyway i'll I, i'm sure I'll, I'll talk about that in some other podcast at another time so the thing about him um very switched on guy was he knew his numbers and basically he knew you know that if we saw x amount of people it was likely to deliver x amount of sales in fact he was very innovative in, in the way that he used to do uh, do this so my first year 
as a very green representative. I was 21. I'd just left um, university and, uh, you know, I I joined. And um, the the incentive this year was um, to sell. Basically, he was selling a product called Low Press Eretic. Very catchy title, wasn't it? Um, I just actually Googled it online. And I can't find it anymore, but um, low presser is still uh, available at Metoprolol. Um, anyway, I digress yet again. And basically that, that year he pushed the boat out and the um, the actual incentive, drumroll, was a Marks and Spencer's hamper. For the our American friends and Aussie friends, um, I'm sure you've heard of Marks and Spencer's. It's our classic... Um, um, uh, department store, I suppose you'd call it, and uh, Marks and Spencer's hampers are very well known. And fifty pounds, I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, a few years ago was quite quite expensive. Anyway, that was up for grabs, so no sniggering. Um, there's no so there was no sort of Swiss um, Swiss Alp trip, as I know some recruitment companies go on. Um, anyway, I went all in, and uh, one week I actually saw fifty GPs, which was unheard of. And um, the, the what's interesting about this, and interesting about incentives as well, which has made me reflect and, and decide to actually do this post, is that at the time I was only twenty one, and uh, the connection between activity. I'd just left university. I was green as grass, and the connection between how hard I worked and how many sales calls I made, and um, you know how 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 many sales that I would then make. Um, hadn't quite got into my consciousness. It obviously uh, did quite soon after that. But um, but it, it really taught me some great lessons. And needless to say, I won the prize and uh, got this great hamper, which um, wasn't really my type of food. Um, I, I didn't drink sherry at the time and various other things, but it was great. It was like my fatty calf that I took home to my parents, really proud. And they, of course, told everybody. So, you know, it was fun while we were doing it. It was great to win it as well. And, um, you know, this particular prize um, wasn't expensive. However, it was invaluable to me because when I reflect on it now, and I often tell this story, when I reflect on it now, over the years, it taught me an awful lot about running incentives, what it could do for my business and the lessons that I, I learned from it. So, you know, it taught me life-changing lessons, particularly about planning, um, knowing what I wanted and how work could actually be real fun and that deep down successful people always love a challenge. And though the penny didn't drop at the time, later I realised, and this was an example of it, and I'm sure you have examples of it too, is that the, that people show you who they are. And they do that by their word, their action and their deed. Now, normally you expect me to be talking about marketing, but you know, this is the sales and marketing podcast. So talking a little bit about sales psychology here as well. Um, so you know, let me explain this to you then. So, you know, most years when Stuart won this mini incentive, I'm pretty competitive when it comes to things like that. Um, uh, I would always be either there or thereabouts winning the prize or coming up runner up, which was actually a smaller hamper. Or in fact, I think it might have been like two bottles of wine or something like that, which is not huge. But, you know, it was important and it, and it signified. I also have a quite a please program um, and I really respected my manager. So, you know, 
actually doing really well and being having a pat on the back from him meant a lot to me as well for my self-esteem and, and everything else. Um, but what was interesting was um, <laughs> the chap that I was always in competition with, who I'm actually connected to on LinkedIn now, which is interesting, was a guy called Steve. And um, when when you talk about people show you who they are, the, the two of us went hell for leather for this. And, and what that did is, um, you know, I think it demonstrated um, our drive and what we wanted. And interestingly, I now am the CEO of my own organisation, small though it may be. Um, and uh, and he is, you know, a vice president um, um, in, in North America. Um, you know, it, it, it success leaves clues, as they say. So thinking about you and your mini incentives, you will also get an added bonus of seeing how your team respond to some form of incentive that you might run. Um, so how do you get started then? So as we've said, you know, decide what you want. Let's say that, um, you know, it, there's an input output situation and you would like to have, uh, let's just say, as an example, more candidates. So you could have a drive on finding really high quality candidates and you might, you know, um, incentivize people around that. So if people hit a certain number, then um, they they get a reward, whatever that reward might be, you know, and it doesn't need to be huge. Um, ideally, pay out before Christmas because um, I often find, be, having been a sales manager myself in the past, and you get to this time of year, people are flagging a little bit and they need a bit of a, a G up with something that's a bit fun. And again, if they can receive something at the end of the year, that is helping them. Um, I would often make these activity driven. So it was about number of calls, number of uh, meetings booked, number of appointments booked or something like that would be how I would focus it. Um, because people can see that as really tangible. It's a KPI that they could deliver. It may be, you know, number of CVs out or something like that. They tend to work really, really well, particularly when people are getting tired at the end of a year. Um, it gives them that that additional incentive. Um, you know, w- what do you use as a prize? Well, you know, pretty, pretty. There's so many things that you could do. And again, you, you need to know your consultants really well and what they like. You know, don't make an assumption that they're all boozers and would want um, you know, crates of beer, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe they do. I don't know. You, you would know that, but perhaps, you know, a, a nice case of wine or some vouchers. Both of those are quite gender, gender neutral, depending on who your consultant is, because you want to make it um, something for them that they would actually like. I remember once winning tickets, theatre tickets, um, which uh, w- was great at the time. I got two tickets to the theatre because it wouldn't have been something that I would have gone and uh, automatically paid for. You know, at the time they were quite expensive um, and it was tickets to the theatre in Manchester. I can't remember exactly what it Oh, it was um, it was Phantom of the Opera that I went to see. Um, and again, you know, that's great because oh, I've got two tickets to the theatre. You know, it meant a lot. So... Always make sure that it's clear and transparent what you want people to to do. As I've said, I would have a think about um, make it uh, around an um, you know the the output of how many appointments they might have booked because then um, that will help you longer term uh, with regards to maybe just having a good start to the you know uh, the next year or you know it could be you know the number of calls that they make or or whatever. So. 
I hope this has been um, useful for you and take action on it and you will be surprised at the result and actually give you a boost of energy too because it makes it fun. Lots of different innovative ways to do it. And and if you haven't, then head over to our Facebook page and uh, you know give us a like and you'll see some of the content that we are sharing. So this is Denise saying bye for now.